Florida Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhart earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. If you're looking to maximize and beautify your outdoor living space, then call my friends at Acadian Custom Shutters at 985-893-3119. Awnings, patio covers, screen enclosures, motorized interior and exterior roller shades, and many more affordable options to extend and enhance your outdoor living space. Our expert crews use American-made and locally sourced quality products. Let's work together and imagine the possibilities in designing your dream area. Serving the South Shore, North Shore, South Louisiana, the Mississippi Gulf Coast, Acadian Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119, or at Acadian Custom shutters.com are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying the terrains or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car truck or suv then southern tire has the answer we are your lift and leveling kit experts if you enjoy going off-road southern tire has the lift kit for your vehicle our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle hickory and airline and menory open monday through friday from 8 a.m to 6 p.m saturday from 8 a.m till 3 p.m give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers
afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, our digital platforms, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and EricAsher.com. And of course, our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home based on your favorite podcasting platform. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher and you'll find that. And of course, our social media platforms. Join the conversation there at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Hey, Jordy Collada joins me this week from the Jordy Collada Show on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Check us out on Thursday with our live broadcast at 1 p.m. on LAE TV. Also live streaming on the WLA TV YouTube page. Uh, and then here come the rebroadcast again. 6 p.m. on WLAE on Thursday night. Uh, that's 10 o'clock on the Deuce. Uh, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television. 10 o'clock on WLAE. Uh, also, don't forget um, um, about... Um, uh, you can check us out on uh, all of our social media platforms, uh, as well as, again, Saturday at 2 a.m. on the Deuce and 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. So a lot to get into today. Uh, we've got uh, Mike Triplett of um, NewOrleans.Football joining us at uh, 435. Les East will join us live from Loyola, where the Loyola men are, are um or uh, in the NIA, NAIA tournament, and uh, he will join us at 5.15, and we'll talk about uh, the Saints with um, with um, Mike and then the Saints and Pelicans and, and also Loyola with uh, with Les. Let's jump into it, though. Some quick headlines for you. Uh, first of all, congratulations to UNO. They beat Southeastern last night in the Southland Tournament. Uh, they take on the number two seed, Northwestern State, tonight at 8 o'clock right here on 106.1 FM. If they win... Uh, tonight at 8, we are now preempted tomorrow at 4 because they will be playing during our show. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, you know, I'd love to do a show tomorrow, but I'm really pulling for you and now. Really pulling for them again and Coach Celeste to get through this tournament and make the NCAA tournament. They're on fire right now. They're healthy. They're playing great basketball. Uh, you know, and they're beating the best teams in, in, in the um, – in the Southland right now. So teams they struggled with early in the season, but they're healthy and they're ready to go. I mentioned yesterday Tulane is the third seed in the American Athletic Conference. Great article by Gary Smith, who, by the way, will be with us on Friday uh, because he'll be traveling to the um, – uh, to the tournament on, on on Thursday during our time. Uh, so he'll be with us Friday at 5.15. Uh, and, of course, uh, talking about a possible NIT bid for, for Tulane, they got a lot of work to do in this conference tournament to even have a shot. And then, and then they still need help. Again, the Loyola men and women open up play today in the NAIA tournament. Also, remember, the Xavier men qualify for the NAIA tournament as well. And, of course, uh, women's tournaments are going on right now. Uh, and, of course, the SEC tournament will be, will be on shortly. So we'll get into that. Let's talk some football real quick. Lamar Jackson has the non-exclusive uh, franchise tag on him. Uh, that means, again, any team that go, can, can negotiate with Lamar Jackson, uh, if they're willing to give up two first-round picks, uh, at that point they can they can put their offer in, and then the and then the Ravens have the right of first refusal to be able to uh, match that offer. So we'll see again how that plays out, what that money's going to look like uh, for some teams. We do believe the Atlanta Falcons are going to be in the mix for Lamar Jackson. They are willing to be able to give up picks to be able to get Lamar Jackson. So we'll see how that plays out and how that affects the Saints. Daniel Jones, uh, today of the New York Giants, signed a four-year, $160 million contract. That's $35 million in, in, in additional available incentives. So, again, uh, you look at yesterday's deal uh, with, uh, with David Carr, uh, David, Derek Carr, uh, and, um, and, and it, I said it yesterday, I'm, I'm going to get into it in a few minutes. It's a bargain. It's going to be a bargain. Okay, we haven't seen Burrow with his second contract. Mahomes is going to get paid again. I mean, you can go right down the line here. Uh, you know, um, uh, 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 Herbert, um, uh, we, 
all the top, all the young guns in the AFC, okay, across the board are going to get paid, and it's going to it's going to make again Carr's contract look like uh, you know again it, it's one of the uh, lower contracts for a again a top 15 quarterback. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out. Pelicans last night lose again. Uh, this is where I want to I want to jump into right now, and I'm, I probably if I have time I'll get into Derek, into Derek Carr. This this um. Uh, this segment, if not, well, we'll do that uh, at 5.30. But they lost again last night to Sacramento. Now, now, look, Sacramento used to something that we used to all use, right, back in the day. Again, they, and the NBA can use it now, the zone defense in the third quarter to outscore the Pelicans 38-20. to They blew the game open. The Pels ended up losing 123-108. to Up until then, it was a pretty close game. They're now in a four-way tie for the ninth spot. Uh, this just in, uh, uh, breaking news. The Pelicans can't shoot from outside. I mean, okay, they continue to struggle from three-point land. Uh, uh, the Picayune today had had to have the stats for you if you read it. Um, Christian Clark's article, uh, 29th in the NBA in three-point percentage, 25th in three-pointers. Uh, and, and to me, if when I read the article, I'm like, well, most of those had to be in, in, in before January, the January spiral, right, where they've lost 17 of their last 22, 8 and 20 since Zion went out on January the 2nd. By the way, Zion's supposed to get his um, his hamstring uh, uh, looked at again this week. We'll see how that, how that, how that plays out. And then, again, the, that coming off that 3-16 and 16 January where they lost 10 in a row uh, at one point. Um, it's too late. It's too late. Okay? They're not part of the buyer's market at this point for a team that's spiraling. There's no, team, no player that's going to want to come and jump on the Pels. They don't have any, any belief the Pels are going to have a chance to be able to, be able to um, uh, get healthy and make a run within the um, uh, Western Conference. Also, um, you look at um, uh, the, what they could have done at the trading deadline. Uh, Griff decided, again, he wasn't going to make a move. They, they, we talked about it yesterday. You look at the athletic bigs of the Golden State Warriors and the sharpshooters they got from outside. Willie Green comes from that, 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 that tree, okay? And you know he wants to play that type of basketball. You know, again, passing, uh, ball movement, uh, uh, player movement, uh, you know, not holding the ball. Uh, but, again, he doesn't have the athletic bigs that, that again, we've seen the Golden State Warriors uh, transfer, transfer to. And that's where they got to go if they're trying to go into this, in, this, in this direction. They don't have that on, the, on this team, okay? And they don't have the sharpshooters from outside. They don't have the sharpshooters from outside. So they didn't do that at the trading deadline uh, in, in, uh, as well. They, they chose to stand pat without Zion, uh, and, 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 and now you're looking at this again, this season now swirling down the drain in the West. I, I mention this because I, I spoke to Gary Scheffler today, okay? He's the founder of GLS Training on the West Bank. Uh, those of you that listen to this show on an ongoing basis and have been with me for years and years and years, remember me, again, interviewing him uh, back when I was at 1280. And uh, someone kind of clued me in on, again, what he was doing. Uh, he was using this, this go-to-training system uh, to, to rehab athletes after injury and to recode them, okay, so they're not susceptible, susceptible to, again, reoccurring injury. And Gary came on the program the initial time, and we talked a lot about Zion Williamson specifically, right? Uh, because Zion was dealing with all these injuries. Gary's been on to, uh, at, least, uh, at least two or three more times since then. Gary's business has exploded within the last couple years. Word of mouth, basically. Uh, athletes from New Orleans, professional athletes going to see him, 
him doing, again, a, a great job of, of getting them through their rehab or recoding them so they're not susceptible to injury. They are spreading the word around, again, their professional leagues. And his, his business has blown up. I mean, absolutely blown up. He has also reached out to the New Orleans Saints and the New Orleans Pelicans, but again had the door slammed in his face. He told us three years ago that Zion needed to be recoded, the way he walks, the way he jumps, the way he lands, because he was going to be susceptible to injury. Again, as I mentioned, he reached out to both the Saints. He reached out to Pelicans' Aaron Nelson, who, again, is supposed to be the guru. Uh, the Saints and, training, and Pelicans' training staff won't even give him the time of day. But yet he's getting pro athletes from every professional league to fly into New Orleans, okay, rent an Airbnb or a home, okay, and rehab at his facility on the West Bank and get recoded. NFL, NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, soccer teams from around the world have sent their players. Agents now are sending their pro athletes to Gary. It's a kid that's a New Orleans guy, okay, born and raised New Orleans guy. He's been all over. And he actually, again, goes out and goes to facilities around, around the, the country, professional facilities, and works with the athletes within those facilities. Can't, get, can't, get a, can't even get, a, get into the Saints facility, the Pelicans facility. They don't even talk to him. Won't even talk to him. Okay, is ignored. I talked to him today. He's meeting with Mark Cuban tomorrow. Okay, of the Dallas Mavericks. Mark is is interested in what he's doing, and wants to see. And this is a we know Cuban's a smart guy, right? And wants to see if it can fit what he's doing with his club. Now, wouldn't it be a damn shame if Mark Cuban comes in, and 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 takes this guy from New Orleans? And uses again his his go to um uh, uh, I'm sorry I lost my my my, my transport his go to training system okay to rehab athletes after injury and also to again the main thing about this is, is the recoding of how you walk how you jump how you run it'll help an athlete to get faster again it, it keeps them from getting from getting susceptible to injuries and we've talked about it and and you know. I said it the other day, and this is long before I had to have the conversation with Gary, right? The Pelicans and Saints have to do something. Look, they're injury prone, okay? Brandon Ingram and Zion injury, uh, Zion, Zion uh, Williamson, pardon me, are injury prone. Both the Saints and Pelicans are injury prone. We've seen promising seasons turn into disappointments because they refuse, again, to be able to change what they're doing and how they rehab their athletes how they train their athletes, and something is critically wrong, okay? I keep hearing Scott talk about it's a voodoo curse because of the graveyard, okay, that the, the, the dome and the, and the arena is built on. Now, we could buy that if we want, and we know, we, again, we're a little mystical here in New Orleans, right? But the science says that the Saints and Pelicans are doing something wrong. And you got a guy in your own backyard who, again, Leagues from around the world are using his techniques to get their athletes back on the field and to be able to stop them from being susceptible to injury. I said it last week. The Saints and Pelicans have to do something different in training and rehab because, again, they are far too injured over the last few years to not think that, again, they got to try something different. Meanwhile, they ignore a guy who's the hottest trainer in sports, the hottest trainer in the sports world right now. And he's just across the West Bank. He's on the West Bank. Gary Scheffler, again, GLS training, uh, the go-to system in which he's using. And he predicted that Zion was going to continue to have the problems he's having. 
And again, he was spot on. This was three years ago. He came on this program and, and again, predicted it. He showed me videos. He brought videos on again and showed us, and he put it on his social media platforms. Again, on why Zion was having the problems that he was having uh, in, in terms of, again, uh, with, with, his, with his legs and, and, and said he would continue to have problems with his feet and legs going forward because of the way he walks, his, again, his gait, and, again, you're looking at guys like Jamar Chase and others that have come down to New Orleans uh, and, again, taking those messages back to, again, their teams, uh, other players within the leagues, and now players from the NFL, NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, soccer, across the board are coming to New Orleans to work with this guy. Or the clubs are bringing him to their facilities and having him work with their athletes. But the Saints and Pelicans ignore him. And I'm telling you right now, the number one reason why the Saints and Pelicans have underachieved over the last few years is injury. Injury. Injury to the offensive line, injury to the defensive line, injury to critical players who can't come back. They're, they're gone for two months. The Pelicans, again, on average, when, uh, when, when Zion goes out, he's out, he's now out three months with a hamstring injury. J- January the 2nd. He, January the 2nd, February the 2nd. We're March the 2nd now. Come on, man. This is March the 7th. I mean, hamstring injury. Brandon Ingram out two months. Two months with a toe injury. We've seen Saints players, again, out continuously. Over and over, injured over and over again. Michael Thomas can't get on the field. From what I understand, Michael Thomas uh, is, is, is considering working with, um, with Gary to try to get himself back on the field and recode himself. Just do not understand it, ladies and gentlemen. I do not I do not understand. I understand again. You know, a lot of people just you know might say, "Well, man, we're we're, we're professionals. We're professional trainers. We're doing this again for uh, at, at the, for the greatest leagues in the in, in the world, the NBA, the NFL. Uh, we don't need him." Aaron Nelson again was touted as the greatest trainer in, in in the history of the NBA. What he did with the Phoenix Suns, the longevity of Shaquille O'Neal and Grant Hill and those guys again, how he lengthened their careers. Hasn't done it here in New Orleans. If anything, he's kept guys out longer than what we think they should be out. But what is he doing to get to the root of the problem? And what are the Saints doing to get to the root of the problem with the injuries? I mean, don't you think, again, they just did a, a, a survey on, on, the, um, on the clubs, right, on, on the NFL clubs. If you had a guy on staff, or at least, again, that was working with your, your, your teams, like a guy like Gary Scheffler, who, again, is, 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 is as I mentioned, one of the hottest trainers in, 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 the, in the world of sports right now, that was rehabbing these guys' injuries, recoding these guys so they're not injury injured. Again, for the young athlete, allowing them to maybe again get put put inches on their vertical, maybe again help them in in in, in their um, uh, in in the, in the uh, forty yard dash, getting more speed, etc. Because again, he's recoding these athletes. Don't you think again that would be something that, that athletes would be looking forward to? This guy's going to help me extend my career. I'm going to make more money, and I'm going to be on the field for my team. But yet they ignore it. It's, there's no excuse for it, ladies and gentlemen. There's none. When there's somebody in your backyard that is doing things that, again, are catching the eyes of, again, owners like Mark Cuban, and, again, you're sitting here dumbfounded saying, oh, no, no, we're, that's, 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 that's voodoo magic. We're not doing that. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Okay? And I'm calling them out right now. That, like, I called them out three years ago. That's ridiculous. Give the guy a meeting. See what he's got. If athletes from around the, around the world are coming here and, and they're spending time and he's getting them back on the field and there's proof, there's science that proves what he's doing, how is you as the New Orleans Saints and New Orleans Pelicans ignoring this guy? 
Just re- it just shows the shortcomings of the organizations. It just does. Okay, biggest problem team has had over the last three years, both franchises, injuries. Injuries have derailed each and every season. The Saints have been among the most injured teams in the NFL. The Pelicans are one of the most injured team in the NBA, especially when it comes to their stars. You know, I told Gary this the other day, today when I talked to him. So, you know, I mentioned this on the show the other day, man, that they need another star. Brandon Ingram and, 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 and Zion are going to be forever injured, he, you know, and, and he just kind of laughed about it and said, you know, he goes, well, you know, I'd love to work with them, but, you know, they're ignoring me. And just amazing to me. Now, look, he's not a sponsor. I'm not getting, I'm not getting compensated for talking about his deal. Go look it up. Go look up. Go to G-O-T-A, okay, um, and go look up Gary Scheffler and GLS training right here in New Orleans. And you'll see, again, the athletes he's trained, and you'll see, again, the, the, the dramatic stories that have come out of that, great stories that have come out of that, just absolutely, again, crazy, that, that again, the Pels and, and, and the Saints ignore this guy. And Mark Cuban's meeting with the dude tomorrow. Mark Cuban. Wouldn't that be something if he's working with the Dallas Mavericks and, 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 and the Pels continue to ignore him? All right, I do want to talk about Michael Thomas for a moment. Everything's one, everybody's wondering about what the situation is after yesterday's again. Thank God with the prayer hands. Look, I have no idea, okay, what's going to happen with Michael Thomas. Uh, he's got a $31 million roster bonus, again, that's a poison pill that's hitting on March 17th. The only thing I can think of is that if, the, if he wants to stay in New Orleans, okay, maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. If the Saints want him here, because they've already paid the dude, right, wants to convert that $31 million roster bonus, into a new contract, which is insane, incentive-laden, right, incentive-laden, well, then maybe there could be a deal done. More than likely, he's going to want to test free agency. And more than likely, the Saints are going to want him to taste test free agency, right? But if they could get a deal done where they don't have to eat that dead money and they put him back under contract and they roll that, roll that money into the new contract, maybe, again, you're looking at maybe saving a little money. Maybe it'll cost you a little bit up front, but, but again, when you look at it over time, maybe, again, you're not having to be able to, to have all that dead money. Maybe Michael Thomas comes back and plays for this team. Look, it's not like they could use him. It's not like he didn't look great, again, in the first game against Atlanta. The problem is he can't stay on the damn field. Wait a minute. Injury prone, right? And then finally, again, before we go to break, um, I'm going to say it again. And as I mentioned the, uh, uh, as we opened up, um, I do want to give Loomis and Allen a lot of credit here. They identified their quarterback, as I've talked about in the past. They went out and got him. And they got him on a cap-friendly deal. I did not like the Deshaun Watson chase last year. Uh, again, for, for all the reasons why, again, off the field. Uh, again, he just, he's not a great ambassador for this team. How do you go from Drew Brees to Deshaun Watson? Come on, give me a break, right? But I will say this. They were scared off by, again, what is it, $230 million in, in, in guaranteed money. They got, they got Carr for a four-year, $100 million guaranteed deal, okay? And then, as I said before, um, He's, he's going to look like a bargain in the next two years. When, when again, the young guns uh, are starting going into their, new, their, their second contracts, and, and they're all breaking records because they're all going to break each other's record, right? Um, you know, from Burrow all the way down. This is going to look like a bargain in a couple years. Now, look, uh, the Saints also gave themselves out the contracts, okay? There are outs in every year of this contract that they could get out, which, which again, is good for them. And he got, a, he got the no-trade clause, which is what he wanted. The most intriguing thing about the car coming over here, though, is 33 game-winning drives, okay? 33 game-winning drives for him. 
I'm, I'm on the I think it's 16th all time in the NFL. Think about that for a second. Now, is that about the Raiders being behind in games because he's been on bad teams? Or is this about his ability to be able to put a team on his back and, and rally a team to win? Something that Breeze had, right? I mean, you felt always never felt like you were out of a game with Breeze. You felt that, again, Breeze was going to rally you back. And with, again, that type of stat, is he more Breeze-like? Or is this a situation where the Raiders were just a bad team and he was always having to come back anyway? Look, we've seen those type of teams here in New Orleans with the Saints, right? Always behind, having to come back. It could be like a fool's goal stat. But I think it's something that we're going to have to watch and see, okay? You know, maybe he flourishes here in New Orleans. Uh, again, that's a cap-friendly deal. Maybe, again, the, now those game-winning drives are coming with, again, a good defense and an offense that, that has, again, has, has been restocked with, with, with weapons. So we'll see how this kind of plays out, but... That's something to keep an eye on. 33 game-winning drives, 16th all-time in the NFL. Is that because he's been behind with the Raiders, or is that because this guy is a guy that can put a team on his back and will them the victory, a la Drew Brees? We shall see. We shall see. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Coming up next is um, Mike Triplett of ESPN. I'm sorry, Mike Triplett of NewOrleans.Football, formerly of ESPN. Uh, I want to remind everybody about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. I don't care where you live, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, if you are looking for a generator for your home, because that time of year now, right? You start thinking about, again, hurricane-proofing your home. Uh, and if you're looking to hurricane-proof that home, one way you can do it is have a generator. Burkhardt has Generac generators in stock right now for you. Uh, Jason Burkhardt will come out to your home, sit down with you, do a consultation. Look, when you're making a purchase of this magnitude, you better do your homework, Okay. So you better know what your what again your options are. If you don't, Jason will explain those to you. Uh, if you do, it's going to be an easy conversation. Then you're just worried about, okay, how are you going to pay for it? Do you want to finance it over time? Do you want to pay your money up front? Um, do you, uh, do you, uh, are, are you looking to be able to do a maintenance contract, which, again, will allow Burkhart to come out and maintain that for you, uh, that, that, uh, that generator for you year-round? And it doesn't matter who you purchased your generator from. Uh, Burkhart can maintain that generator for you, changing out the plugs, the oil, keeping it up and running for you. Uh, at Burkhart, they will give you a single-day install. Uh, they have a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need, so when you need 24-7 emergency service, they're there for you. Uh, and then, of course, Burkhart takes care of everything for you. Again, permits, planning, inspections. Their dedicated generator team are the best. They are experts. Increase your property value. Give the peace of mind during this upcoming uh, hurricane season. Purchase a Generac generator for my friends at Burkhart. Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, Generator Sales and Service, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Mike Triplett's up next. I'm Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't move. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros, plus we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment, it's information, it's all that you could want, and it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. This report is sponsored by Discover. Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earn doubled. The cash back from trips, restaurants, all doubled. Seriously, though, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. 
ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign just says, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night, Wednesday, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filet. Friday nights, hot ball crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff sports, and hot ball crawfish. Hurricane season seems a long way off, but now it's time to get ready for it. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Demand for generators is higher than ever. Don't get left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac automatic standby generator. Be at the front of the line for your Generac generator this year. When the power goes out, you keep the lights on as well as your refrigerator and AC. Don't wait. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Tell them Eric sent you. Don't forget about my friends over at Dave Miette Insurance, uh, independent insurance company that can search over 50 companies to get you the best price for, again, your insurance needs. And it doesn't matter, Tim, what you're looking for. Folks, they got you covered with auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policy, serving the entire metropolitan area, East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and the River Parishes. Dave Miette Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. And I'm telling you, I, I just rave over Dave. Dave, Dave has been such a great insurance agent for, for my family. Okay, uh, during the during Ida, before before and after Ida, he was checking on us. Uh, after Ida, he worked with us. On, I mean, it was like weekly to find out again uh, what, what was going on with the adjusters. You know, why weren't they why weren't they giving us a new roof? You know, how why was it taking so long for them to be able to again pay for some of the things that uh, that again that we had put in in, in our um, uh, you know uh, in, 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 that we were looking for in terms of being uh, reimbursed for. Um, again, he was just Johnny on the spot. 
and, and, and I, I can't say enough about him. If you're looking for an insurance agent that's got your back, it's Dave Mann Insurance, 504-556-0809. Hey, his, his website is a one-stop shop for you, D-A-V-E-M-I-L-L-E-T-I-N-S-A-M-C.com. If you are tired of getting the runaround from your insurance agent, maybe, again, you're looking for somebody that's got good customer service, Dave Mead Insurance, independent insurance agent since 1958. All right, uh, let's bring on our good friend Mike Trippett of NewOrleans.Football. He joins us on the program. Mike, how are you? Doing great, Eric. How are you doing? Doing fantastic, Mike. Uh, before we get started, again, I know that I always like to hype things guys are involved in. Uh, I congratulated you last time you came on, you and your wife, at the new Chick-fil-A uh, restaurant. For those folks that have never been, let them know where it's at. That one's in Algiers on General de Gaulle on holiday. They're doing great, man, uh, and, and they want to be a big part of the community down there. That's a big, big push for them. You know, Sarah just has the one store. They don't have the people who, who buy them by the dozens. You know, she's there. Right. Pretty much every day running that thing. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And, and, and that was the store that was real. I know, I know the community was really looking forward to that store opening, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, how could they not be? Uh, the service there, the food, uh, uh, great little spot right there. No they doubt. keep them so busy, again, though, that's for sure. Yeah, if you're around that way, again, stop in. Again, Mike, Mike Triplett's wife, again, um, uh, owner and manager of, of the Chick-fil-A, again, on, on the West Bank. Um, Mike, let's start. Let's start by talking about um, uh, Derek Carr and your thoughts yeah. on 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 again the signing and then the contract as well. Because I thought the contract was interesting because the Saints. Yeah. Again, I thought the Saints again have have outs on the contract. Derek Carr got what he wanted in terms of the no no trade um, uh, clause, and again he got the upfronted money he was looking for as well. So I thought that contract was a win win. Yeah. Well, a bunch of things, Eric. Like. If this had happened all in one day out of the blue, uh, it would have taken me a while to simmer on it. Um, um, you know, I slowly uh, convinced myself that, that Carr was the right idea. But the first time that I heard the name and I hadn't, you know, gone through, you know, you think there's going to be a bunch of options out there and you're going to weigh all these different options. And, and you think maybe you have to trade a draft pick to the Raiders and, you know, he was due almost $40 million a year on the last deal. And you're kind of like, geez, is there a car worth $38, 39000000 million a year and a third-round pick? I don't know. But then when you start being like, all right, what's plan B? All right? And you start, you start looking through it, you realize he's way better than all the other options. I mean, really, I, the, the, the next best option that, that I could come up with was, was bring back Andy Dalton and, and maybe draft a Hendon Hooker um in in round two or something like that so you got a little hope for the future but they weren't getting one of these four guys that frankly might go one two three four in the draft this year um they weren't getting any they weren't getting a top 10 quarterback yeah you'd love to have a top 10 quarterback of course but Derek Carr, i think everybody puts him in that next tier you know probably 11 through 15 at, at his best he was a, a year ago at this time he was hovering around that top 10 then he had a pretty disappointing year with the raiders and didn't seem to be a good fit with Josh McDaniels, but but he is going to get paid like the 14th best quarterback in the NFL. He's probably about the 14th best quarterback in the NFL, but he's got some upside. He did his best work um, in John Gruden's offense for a few years. The Saints run a very similar offense. You, you find out that you know Dennis Allen, Pete Carmichael, he's, he's exactly what both of them are looking for. Nobody is trying to sell anybody here that that. He's going to, you know, single-handedly win games for them, but they love what he does at the line of scrimmage. He, they love how smart he is, how, you know, poised he is, how you can give him two or three plays, and he can get you into the right play. Um, 
you know, obviously they'd like to see him do a little better in the red zone. They'd like to see him do a little better against pressure. But he's definitely in that tier of, of, of guys who, who maybe you go on a little ride if you're in the fan base. Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones, who just signed a big deal with the, with the Giants. That You know, it's not every time, but there's a lot of upside there. And if you think, as the Saints did, that they have the team that is built to win the NFC South right now and maybe for the next couple of years, and all you need is the quarterback who can get you over the hump, there wasn't, there wasn't a plan B for that. Any plan B was not making you the NFC South favorite. This guy makes you the NFC South favorite. I agree with 100% with everything you just said. Uh, the other options were, were not really good options. Uh, I was thinking the same thing. Maybe you run it back. I was saying, but maybe you run it back with Taysom and Hendon Hooker playing maybe a, a new, more dual dual threat type quarterback situation and maybe tweaking the offense some. Uh, and, you know, if you had to come back with a veteran, maybe again, you get Andy Dalton at, a, at maybe, a, you know, 11 million or something uh, right up in there. Maybe again, um, you know, middle of the road as far as the, you know, the, the, the contract, not in the, not in the 20 range, but, you know, right up in there if you could get him. Um, but this, when you look at what, what was the other options, Baker Mayfield? I mean, we go through the other options. Again, they're not good. So from yeah. that standpoint, they probably got the best guy on the market. They weren't getting and, Aaron Rodgers. They're not the getting deal. Lamar Jackson. I, I, if they had paid $40 million a year for him, I, I probably would have said all of the things that I, I probably would have said all the things that I just said about, hey, you're paying a lot for him, but what's your plan B? They didn't get him for forty million. They got him for a lot closer to thirty million, which just sweetened the deal too. Yeah, and and of course they're they're also out to the contract in case he doesn't perform. Uh, again, they can get out of the again they're they're out to the contract, and then of course he got what he wanted, which was the no trade clause. Uh, I think it's a win win win, and I think when you look at a situation in the NFL, it's hard to get win win wins when it comes to contracts. Yeah. And here's the thing: I think people are gonna are gonna eventually really like about him. Um, he chose this team in this community. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to oversell that part of it. Uh, it's very similar. Like when Drew Brees, Drew Brees chose new Orleans, but he didn't have a ton of options. And Miami was kind of giving him the, yeah, we'll think about it, you know? And that's kind of what the jets did to him. You know, the jets, the jets made an offer. The jets the offensive coordinator who he's close with was on the phone with him. Um, and, and he chose them over the Jets. And, you know, the Panthers were a little more tepid. Uh, but he chose them over waiting another week or two and trying to, you know, see who else could join the market. He, he liked that they brought him in for that early visit, him and his wife. And they showed him neighborhoods where they could live and, and took him out to dinner and, like, you know, talked about being a part of the community. And I, I, I have a feeling he's going to be the kind of guy who is, you know, what it's always like. You know, if you love New Orleans, they love you back. And I, and I have a feeling. You know, he was making the choice. This is the first time he was ever a free agent. He's about to turn 32 years old. He's never been a free agent before. He was making the choice about where he wants to spend the second half of his career. He he doesn't want to be a guy who, who, who has three more stops to go. Also with the contract, I think they, they, they made it pretty cap friendly as well. Uh, Loomis and Harley put in again, um, um, you know, the, the, Set it up so, again, if they need to make cap space down the line, they have the ability to do that with this contract, which, look, they're going to need to do that for the next couple of years with the digital money and, and the, the digital TV money and, and the, uh, uh, the gambling money really kick in to maybe, again, open up that salary cap a little bit more. Maybe they can get close to even. Yeah, look, I know a lot of people, and, and, and I don't hate the idea. If the Saints told us, look, 
finally decided it's time for a reset. We tried chasing this right. for a couple of years. Sure. We, we don't want to be, we don't want to be middle of the pack. We want to do a reset. We're seeing it all over the NFC South right now. I mean, the Atlanta Falcons were actually, when Terry Fano took over the Falcons, they were number two in the NFL in, uh, in, in how far over the cap they were. Uh, and they trade Matt Ryan away. They trade Julio Jones away. They're now the second most cap space in the NFL. They're, but, you know, Saints didn't want to do that for a couple reasons. One, I don't think they believe in it at all. I don't think they believe in sort of losing on purpose. You can't sell that to any veteran players on your team. Uh, if you do that, you say goodbye, Cam Jordan, goodbye, Demario Davis, goodbye, Ty- Tyron Matthew, goodbye, Marshawn Lattimore, goodbye, Alvin Kamara. Like, none of those guys want to be around for something like that. So you get rid of everybody. And they think they have too much talent to do that. But also, I mean, they legitimately like this roster. I mean, they, they understand there may come a time where reset is the right move. But, you know, they've had all these injuries the last couple of years. They have real sincere reason to believe they probably should have been an 11-win team the last two years, and, and now they believe they should be an 11-win team again. Maybe that's misguided. Of course you should aim higher, but there was no, we're going to go and go 1-16 in 16 next year and get Caleb Williams. That's not a realistic right. path. E- even if they stripped it down and caught up a little bit on the salary gap, they probably would have won six games next year, and, and then they'd be picking you know eighth or ninth, and that's not a guaranteed path to the quarterback. So um, I get that. I don't mind the way they're managing the cap itself. I don't mind. Yeah, the cap is going to keep going up. Uh, um, COVID was the only thing that kind of ruined their, their cap management. Uh, but they're mm-hmm. going to catch up on that cap. The only I thing agree. that worries me is it's an older roster. Those, those names I just men- mentioned, Cam Jordan, Demario Davis, Alvin Kamara, Tyron Matthew, they have a shelf life. So um, if this is going to be a team that's built to win for years to come, it's not going to be about cap management. It's going to be mm-hmm. about they need to replenish through through the draft. They need to replenish through good free agent signings. They they need another 2016 through 2018 like like they had um, uh, the last time they they kind of rebuilt the roster. That that yeah. more than cap management, it's it's finding the right players. I agree with you. I've said before, I think they've done the 2017 draft this year. Uh, they really yeah. go a long way in helping them, again, because, again, the, the cheap labor, that the guys you can plug and play and start. Yep. And I also, again, believe that, you know, I'm not saying they're saying this out loud, but Mrs. Benson is getting up in age, much like, much like Mr. Benson was, and they like to win a championship for her. They're not looking to be able to try to go really bad and then, you know, maybe three, four, five years where they're down. They want to try to stay at least relevant and then hope that, again, they can find a quarterback like a car and he turns into a really good player for them, uh, add some additions around him, and then all of a sudden they're in contention again. No, I, look, I mean, and, and I don't think they're putting a, a, a closing date on it, uh, um, you know, uh, but – I just don't think uh, – I wonder what it has to look like for them to reset. Look, they reset. They reset in, uh, you know, 2005 to 2006. I mean, that was that was 35 new players. They fired mm-hmm. Jim Hazlitt. They released sure. Aaron Brooks. You know, that was a – But they had it, to. It, even, even then they went out and signed Drew Brees, though. So it wasn't a total, mm-hmm. total, total reset. And they went to the right. NFC Championship game the next year. But I just don't – I just – I wonder if this – the people in charge of this team just don't believe in it. I know the coach is never going to believe in that. I mean, the only the only time a coach believes in a reset is, you know, you're bringing in a guy uh, where you're already there, where you already did the losing, and and, and you know, D'Amico Ryan's with Houston this year, or uh, you know, uh, Kyle Shanahan. I think when he took over the Niners, it was like a here's a six year deal. We don't expect you to win in the first two or three years of it. Right. Uh, of course, the coach would like that. 
but a coach is never going to want to take a, a team that was one game out of the playoffs and say, yeah, let's tear it down to the studs because that coach knows, yeah, then you'll fire me and my whole staff and the next guy will enjoy the, yeah. the fruits of that labor. But I just, I, I, I think philosophically, organizationally, they, they don't really believe in the idea that that's a, a, a better path necessarily. I mean, yeah, you'd love to be the Bengals right now and what they got with Joe Burrow. But what they do for 30 years before that, what have the Browns done? What have the Jets right. done? What have the Bears done? I mean, there's no you don't look at one team and say, this is how you do it. The, you know, it, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> I would agree. Hey, um, Mike Trippett is with us, NewOrleans.Football. He'll tell you more about that site in just a couple minutes. Mike, well, what's the situation with Michael Thomas? Uh, just conflicting uh, things on, on, on social media. When he's got a $31 million roster bonus yeah. due on, on, on March 17th. That's been reworked. Uh, is there a situation where the Saints are going to rework this deal again? Maybe again, turn that into a, a yeah. Oh, and I'm putting air quotes here, a new contract, more cap friendly, more incentive laden, no. and Thomas stays in New Orleans, or is he going to become a free agent and maybe come back? New contract would be the right word. So we we misinterpreted it slightly, and and maybe we didn't misinterpret it at all. But the deal they made in January was basically to get out of his old contract, so that. So that they didn't, you know, have this huge uh, cap hit that was going to hit them all at once, so that they could cut them and, and spread it out over two years. It was the pretty much the exact same thing they did with Drew Brees when he told them he was retiring. The same thing they did with Malcolm mm-hmm. Jenkins when he told them he was retiring. So we saw them. They're like, oh, okay. Well, they're 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 making this move so that they can uh, release Michael Thomas and afford to do it. Um, and, and even the NFLPA typed it into the books as. <laughs> a renegotiation so that the player can be released in March. But that was to get out of the contract. And what we found out in Indy uh, from talking with people is it wasn't necessarily uh, a total divorce from the player. He is now basically a free agent. Um, So he will test the market. He can talk to other teams. He can decide if he wants to leave. Or he can accept, you know, a low prove-it offer with the Saints. I think no matter where he goes, he's going to have to sign probably a one-year deal um, that has incentives in it. It's probably going to, you know, with the Saints, it'd probably be less than $10 million with incentives that put it over $10 million. Maybe another team, ha- you know, has a lot of money to spend and wants to gamble bigger and say, we'll give you, you know, you can you can earn $20 million. We'll give you 12 or 15 to start with. And, and he would get priced out if that happened. But, um, you know, I think signing Derek Carr and his reaction to Derek Carr lets you know that both sides are open to this. He, he definitely mm-hmm. seems to be considering the possibility of doing that career you know, rejuvenation here in New Orleans as well. And he's exactly the, the type of receiver that they need. If they lose him, they're yes. going to go out and try to find a guy who plays the game uh, with a similar style. I would agree 100% with that. Mike, um, post-June 1st cuts, you can only have two. Uh, most people think it's going to be Jameis Winston and Andres Pete. Uh, but then there's a school of thought out there that maybe you let Winston go out and, and try to find his team early. Uh, what are your thoughts? Who do you think will be those post-June 1st cuts? Well, I mean, it will be, it will definitely be Michael Thomas unless they work out another deal with him. That That's a 100% guarantee. That okay. has to be a post, post-June post 1 cut if they cut Michael Thomas. Um, I'm not 100% sure Jameis Winston will be one. Um, you know, you have to carry, if you do that, you get the relief on June 2nd. But you have to carry the player's entire cap number on their existing deal all the way through June 1st. And, and for Jameis Winston, that would be $15.6 yeah. million. So Jameis would mm-hmm. be gone, but his salary would be sitting there till June 2nd, you know, f- filling up your cap space. So I actually don't know for sure that they will go that route with him, though, though they certainly could. 
Um, and, and I have not yet gleaned what the plan is with Andrew Speed. I have thought he seems like a, a potential candidate um, to be released uh, because he's due another, it's a little under $10 million this year. Um, and, and obviously with the injuries, he hasn't been able to produce at that level. Um, but it's not a 100% guarantee because when healthy, he's been valuable for this team. I think if you know Trevor, if you knew everyone was going to be healthy, I think he'd be the odd man out. Trevor Penning will play left tackle. You can move James Hurst over to left guard. Um, but mm-hmm. if any team has learned that having six offensive linemen you can rely on instead of five is important, it's certainly been the Saints over the last couple of years. Onyemata and Davenport, do you see them being back with this team next year? Onyemata more likely than Davenport because, um, uh, you know, unfortunately his, his play has really dropped off in the last couple of years. I don't know what the market's going to look like for him. The Saints still know what's in there. They've seen him at his best. Um, so if they can get, you know, both of them, they're going to let the market tell them if they're coming back or not. They're not going to lock them up before they hit the open market. Davenport, I, I have to believe somebody pays more than the Saints are willing to pay for that upside. It's a tremendous amount of upside um but man the inconsistencies the injuries it's it's just so tough to pay a premium for that if you're a team that is pinching every penny so i will predict that he leaves but you know he's another one that if the market just completely ignores him um you know they'll be like all right well we'll keep him on the cheap deal then but i i have a feeling he's the most likely to get priced out but they're both sort of in that it depends if another team is willing to overpay sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, this really kind of the, the, the car deal now opens up them to really kind of really concentrate on their holes with, again, with the second wave of free agency and, and then the draft now, right? Yeah. Yeah. I expect free agency to look a lot like it did um, last year where you're just seeing, or really the last few years where you're just seeing, you know, maybe you're seeing a, a deal that's similar to like the Tyron Matthew or an Emmanuel Sanders or a Malcolm Jenkins where a guy's making eight, nine million dollars a year. Uh, at the highest, um, and, and you're, then you're waiting for like a Jarvis Landry type to, to shake out here or there. But um, free agency is going to be bargain hunting. I think, I think whether it's Michael Thomas or it's someone else, I think maybe that's where they go for that, that contested catch, pass catcher that they really want, that reliable, sure-handed target on, on the third downs on the, in the red zone. Um, and I think, you know, the beauty of, of Carr now is you don't, have to press. You don't have to package picks mm-hmm. and, and try to get to a quarterback in the draft now. Now you got that 29, you got that 40, you got that 71. I expect a running back to be in that mix somewhere. I expect a mm-hmm. defensive tackle, maybe two defensive linemen to be in that mix, maybe uh, an offensive lineman uh, to start developing for the future. But it's really nice to have all those picks now to, to address other needs with. Definitely agree. Mike, thanks for the time. Tell the folks about, uh, about uh, New Orleans.Football and, of course, how they can follow you on social media. Yep, New Orleans.Football, the uh, subscription site that Nick Underhill started a few years ago. I joined him last year, and uh, it's a lot of analysis. It's a lot of explanatory. Um, the, the piece where, that he wrote where we gathered a lot of information on, on you know everything that went into them signing car, I think, was, was worth a month's subscription alone. We put out about... Four, four items after car signed yesterday. I mean, uh, uh, I, I promise you won't regret it if you want to do a deep dive into this and all the other moves they're going to be making uh, as they uh, rebuild this roster and free agency. There the you go. And, and how can they follow you on social media? Um, my name, Mike Triplett, on Twitter, and, and links to everything I'm doing there, too. Thank you, bud. Appreciate your time today, as always. And, again, congratulations on the new store on the West Bank. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Eric. 
There you go. Mike Scrippen, again, NewOrleans.Football. He joined us on the program. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504 736 7558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Demand different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. Imagine this. You've been hurt in a car crash, but the insurance company only offers you pennies on the dollar for what you need for your injuries. You realize you should have called a lawyer, but how can you afford one now? At Dudley DeBosier, that call is free, and we are the only law firm in the state with the no-fee guarantee. That means you pay us nothing, no fees, no costs, or expenses unless we get you money. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 2213578. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Get your tickets now for the second annual Tulane Book Festival featuring seminars, activities for book lovers, and appearances by Bill Gates and other famous authors. And this weekend, head out to NOLA Motorsports for the New Orleans Speed Tour of fun on and off the track, including the Cars and Crawfish Cook-Off. For more ideas on things to do this weekend, visit whereyat.com and click on our community calendar or sign up for the Where Yet e-blast and get the best picks sent directly to your inbox. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. 
All right, welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. I don't care where you live. If you're looking for an air conditioning company uh, that can come in and, again, either install that new AC for you or a company that, again, will maintain that system for you, it's Burkhardt. Uh, we're in that yo-yo type of season now, right? You're going to need the heater, especially on the North Shore. If, you, if you're having problems with your heater, again, don't 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 uh, use that heater if you're having issues with it. Call my friends at Burkhardt. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute curves. You call them when they come to your home or your business, and they are, again, uh, around the entire metropolitan area. Set up strategically with the 15 trucks and that 30-minute courtesy call. It's really a company you can trust. I've trust Bur trusted Burkhardt for over 30 years. You can trust them as well. Doing only the work that's necessary, and when it comes to installing your uh, system, they take on the toughest jobs and make it easy. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Thanks to Mike Trippler for joining us in the program. Less East is next. I'm Eric Asher. Don't move. When a cold comes on strong, <laughs> knock it out with Vicks Dayquil Severe for max strength daytime relief. Just one dose of Vicks Dayquil Severe starts to relieve nine of your worst cold and flu symptoms to help take you from nine to none. Power through your day with Vicks Dayquil Severe, the daytime non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, nine to none medicine. Use as directed. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never thought about space in my cramped apartment, but in this house, all I see is empty space. The sofa and ottoman look like tiny islands in a sea of hardwood floors. I could get two ottomans in the living room, but then I'd need another sofa. I could tell people I'm into minimalism. Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers.
this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and also EricAsher.com. Podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on all podcasting platforms. And of course, our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. If you missed the first hour of today's program, you missed a lot. Mike Triplett of uh, New Orleans.Football came on. Uh, we got about 25 good minutes with him where, again, he just laid it out about the, uh, the Derek Carr situation. Also, again, we talked about Michael Thomas. Uh, we talked about possible, again, uh, post-June 1st cuts. Uh, so you can catch that on the podcast, which will be up um, probably about 30 minutes after the program ends is when we usually complete that. Uh, check that out, again, at your leisure. Uh, Les East is just a couple minutes away from CrestedCitySports.com. We'll jump in the Derek Carr situation. Also, um, we'll talk about the Pels, as we did in the first hour. Uh, all that coming up here on the program. And also this hour, I will talk a bit about the recall of, of Latoya Cantrell. And I think, guys, you guys are going to be surprised about, again, my take on, on again, where this situation is right now, uh, considering, again, I've been a huge supporter of the recall effort. And what's happening right now, again, just doesn't pass the smell test. It just doesn't. And I'll talk about that uh, in the last half hour of our program. But let's head to the guest line. Joining us in the program now, he's one of my favorite guests. You guys know it. I try to bring him on as much as I can. He's a go-to guy for me for the TV show. Uh, again, he is a, an award-winning journalist. He's an accomplished author. Uh, just a plethora of knowledge. He covers so many different teams. Uh, and, again, I think he's one of the best we have, hands down. He's Les East of CrestedCitySports.com and Saturday Down South. Uh, and he joins us on the program now live for the Den where the Loyola men and Loyola women will start their NAIA um, uh, uh, move uh, again through the tournament and hopefully ending in a national championship once again uh, for his alma mater, the Loyola Wolfpack. Um, Les, welcome to the show. Thanks, Eric. Good to be with you. Uh, the uh, Wolfpack men are going to get started a little bit late because this last women's game before the Loyola men has gone to overtime. Okay. So uh, we're running a little behind schedule here. Okay. Well, for you and I, that's good because I want to let you go right at 530 because I know you got you got to cover the game. Before we get started, I always want to start. Look, uh, you know, we're getting into spring break now. A lot of people are going to be taking some, uh, some beach trips, get going on vacation. Tell us about your fantastic book and, of course, how folks can find you uh, on social media as well as, again, all your writings. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, the book is called uh, Donkeys, Elephants, and Giraffes. It's a novel. Uh, about po politics in the media with some uh, sports uh, observations sprinkled in. Uh, and I think it's, uh, it was relevant when it came out uh, during the last presidential election cycle, and I think it's still relevant now with things that are going on in the country politically and in the media. Uh, also, uh, folks can follow me at CrescentCitySports.com. I have a column about the Derek Carr signing uh, as well as the story on the Loyola men's basketball team that went up yesterday. And uh, so a lot of Pelican stuff coming up. And I also write for SaturdayDownSouth.com. And folks can follow me on Facebook and on Twitter at Les underscore East. 
right. Let, let, let's, since you're at the den right now, let's talk about Loyola men, Loyola women. Again, the Loyola women, again, had an incredible season. Really kind of comparable to what Loyola men had last year. Loyola men, again, still had a great season. They won the conference. Uh, both, again, are in the NAIA uh, tournament right now. Your thoughts on them uh, winning and advancing? Yeah, it's really remarkable. that They're both getting to host for the second consecutive year. Last year, they, they had to play a two-lane because the den wasn't fully restored after Hurricane Ida. But they're able to have them both on campus and uh, – they certainly both will be favored to advance out of here. They would have to win tonight and tomorrow to make it to Kansas City for the the quarter for uh, I guess the uh, quarterfinals it is with round sixteen. And uh, they're both pretty heavy favorites, so we'll see how it goes. The, the the women I think were expected to be here. I think they returned four first uh, four starters from last year's team that fell one win short of Kansas City, and then the men. Uh, lost the top three players and, of course, their head coach, Stacy Hollowell, who went to Ole Miss mm-hmm. to be an assistant. And yet uh, they've really come on strong the, down the stretch, played well all year, and here they are as the number three seed hosting again. And they don't feel like uh, they are any less likely to win this year than they were last year, even though there's been so much change. So it's uh, both programs are in a very strong position and uh, they're very optimistic coming into this tournament. And, you know, the women will actually play the featured game. They're going to play half an hour after the men are, are finished with their game. Interesting. Uh, the Xavier men also qualify for the NAIA tournament. Uh, Tulane is the third seed in the AAC tournament, and UNO is on fire right now. They, again, they, they, right here on 106.1 FM uh, tonight at 8 o'clock, they take on the second seed north, 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 um, uh, north, is it north in Northwestern. Uh, Northwestern State and um, uh, have an opportunity to, to, to again uh, uh, continue to be able to win in advance as they are they are one of the hottest teams right now uh, in the, in the region. Yeah, and you know that would be great if uh, if somehow UNO could come through there. They've not had a very good season, but they have gotten hot at the right time, and we've seen time and again how unexpected things can happen in conference tournaments. And it's not the team that's been the best team since October. It's the team that's the best team right now that usually prevails. And right now, UNO is uh, in strong contention for that designation. So uh, good luck to the privateers at 8 o'clock. And I believe, has, did UL win their conference tournament, the men? I believe they did. I believe they won their conference tournament as well, yes. Yeah, so they're going in the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's beautiful. It's been a bad year for the LSU men, but uh, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of good college basketball uh, around the state and, and certainly led by the LSU women. Yep, no doubt. Let's talk Derek Carr. Uh, first of all, your thoughts on the acquisition? Well, I think it's a good acquisition. Uh, you know, Folks can read my column at CrescentCitySports.com. But the bottom line for me was that you know, Dennis Allen and Derek Carr both kind of needed each other. And, and I think this thing was was destined to happen, even though it dragged on longer than most of us expected. Uh, I think it was inevitable. Uh, Allen needs a, a significant upgrade at quarterback in order for the Saints um, to succeed next season, much better than they did last season. I think he got that. I think he got the quarterback. Uh, the best quarterback the Saints could have reasonably expected to get during this offseason. 
And I think Derek Carr needed to go to a place to start over and, and prove that he's a, a better quarterback than he showed last season. There wasn't a lot of interest in him. I think he used the New York Jets and Carolina Panthers as leverage, but I think after that initial meeting with the Saints, that the Saints were the only team that requested permission to talk to him while he was still on the contract and the trade would have been necessary to acquire him. I think the relationship with Dennis Allen and the Saints stepping to the forefront really made an impression on him, and I, I think the Saints with him are probably going to be the best team of the three that he talked to. And so I think it's a win-win for, for the Saints and, and for Derek Carr. I also, again, I've talked about it, about it over the last two days. You know, I'm a contract guy. I look at the caps. It's a, it's a very cap-friendly deal. Uh, it's a deal that, again, I think both sides won on the deal. Uh, and again, uh, it gives Derek Carr some uh, some security, but also uh, with with the no trade clause, it gives the Saints flexibility to get out of the contract, but also again to convert uh, again uh, uh, base salary to signing bonuses if they need to to be able to again open up cap room. So I thought that of the way they structured the deal was genius. It was, and I think that's very significant because the Saints still have a lot of needs to address, not not only in this offseason, but in the next year or two. They're going to continue to have to, re- to rebuild the, this roster, and they're going to have more flexibility than they might have otherwise had if Carr had not been as accommodating with the contract as he was. And I think that's one of the most significant things about this is that Carr, for one, would not waive his no-trade clause so that the Raiders couldn't ship him somewhere and get something in return because he didn't want his new team, which I think he knew was going to be the Saints. He didn't want them to have to give up assets to get him. And so he forced the Raiders' hands to, to um, wave, his, wave him and allow him to come here just for the money that the Saints would have to pay. And then he worked with the Saints on a cap-friendly deal that worked for both sides. So I think the mutual respect between mm-hmm. the Saints and Carr and their willingness to work together and their desire to make this relationship work, I think is hugely significant and will pay off uh, when they start playing games because I think uh, it adds to what we we oftentimes call the culture of the organization, which is Mm -hmm. the respect that the players and the organization, for the most part, have toward one another. What do you think they're getting in, in Derek Carr? I mean, again, a lot of people point to his leadership. Uh, again, uh, his attributes on the field, his ability to make all the throws, accurate. Uh, I, I mentioned the 33-game winning drive, 16th all-time in the NFL. You know, is that a byproduct of the Raiders being so bad, or is this a guy like Breeze that could put a team on his back when necessary and take him down for the game-winning touchdown? Uh, you, just from your uh, research on, on Derek Carr, what are they getting? Well, I think they're getting one of the better starting quarterbacks in the NFL. I, I don't know where I would put him. He's not top five, but he's not bottom half either. So I guess that puts him like between 10 or uh, 6 and 16, probably somewhere in the, the 10 to 12 to 14 area. I think he's physically gifted. I think he's smart. He's obviously experienced. You're right, he can make all the throws. His leadership seems to be unquestioned. And I think for the most part, he's been with a dysfunctional franchise. You know, things have gotten better with the Raiders in recent years. But I still think the Saints uh, have a better uh, 
organization, and I think they have more stability within the organization. And I think they have more of a track record, even though they're still going through a transition from, from Sean Payton. So I think he's a guy who's always been a good quarterback, and he's a good leader, and I think he's poised to become an even better quarterback by being surrounded by more talent and a better organization. And uh, I think he's probably looking to finish his career here and uh, playing a lot more important games from here on out than he's been able to up to this point. Yeah, I I do agree with you there. Um, Now, Loomis said this does not preclude them from picking a quarterback in the draft. Uh, A lot of us have been all over Hendon Hooker. Hooker's a different type of quarterback than Carr, or maybe a Taysom Hill-type clone because of the dual threat. Um, they, they have all their draft picks now. Uh, they need offensive line help. They need defensive line help. Again, we could talk about safety, wide receiver. They, got, they need a lot of needs. But um, do you think that quarterback will be on their radar with Carr, or is this something that they shelve now for maybe a couple seasons before they draft a young quarterback? No, I think it's definitely still on their radar, but it, they're not in a position where they have to get a quarterback in this draft. I think they would like to get a quarterback if the right option is there, good value is there, because now they have the opportunity to let someone grow behind Derek Carr and uh, be a starter down the road. You don't want to be in the position they could have wound up in this year where they don't have a veteran starter and they go and draft a youngster and he's not ready. So they either have to get a stopgap who's not as good as Derek Carr or they have to start a rookie who's not ready. So this buys them time to find the person who will be the quarterback after Derek Carr when they never found the quarterback who would be the young quarterback after Drew Brees. So I think it's still on their radar if the right opportunity is there but they have plenty enough other holes to fill so they can back off if they don't like the options that are out there. Yeah, I definitely think often the defensive lines have to be at the top of their list, not just in free agency, but also in the draft. Uh, and, and hopefully, again, they'll be able to solve that. But with that said, let's, let's shift gears to Michael Thomas for a moment. Again, his tweet yesterday, again, about, a, you know, he seems to be all in on the Saints. $31 million poison pill on March 17th. Um, uh, and then it'll be an unrestricted free agent if the Saints let him go. Um, what do you think? What do you, first of all, what do you think Michael Thomas's future is in New Orleans if he has one? You know, I don't think anyone knows. I don't think Mike Thomas knows, and I'm not sure Mickey Loomis or Dennis Allen knows for sure. I think the Saints did the smart thing by restructuring the contract initially. So if they did decide to cut him, the hit wouldn't be quite as bad as it would have otherwise been. But that didn't mean they'd given up on Mike Thomas, and it doesn't mean they might not have another renegotiation to try and get him to stay here. And obviously he's excited because he thinks if he's healthy, which I'm sure he expects to be, that Derek Carr is going to enable him to get back to being the productive player he was before the injuries. So I think that becomes a lot more interesting now. (laughs) If the Saints and Thomas can look at this, uh, in a different context with Derek Carr on board. And uh, I think with Mike in a better frame of mind, they might be able to work something out where he's able to come back. But certainly if it doesn't work out and they decide to part ways, then the Saints don't take as big a hit as they would have otherwise. Let's shift gears to the Pelicans. Um, 
Uh, just a real struggle since Zion has went out. Uh, again, uh, the inability to be able to um, uh, consistently get wins. Uh, they're one of the worst three-pointing shooting teams in the in the NBA right now. Uh, again, the, again, they just seem can't, can't seem to, to be able to dig themselves out of that hole since that three and sixteen January, losing ten in a row. Uh, they've lost uh, again seventeen in the last twenty-two, eight of their last twenty. Last night, the, the Kings did something that we've seen on the high school level, the collegiate level. We've seen heck, man. When I was playing in the men's leagues, and also again by you know coaching Biddy League, you know going to a zone defense on a team that can't shoot from the outside and forcing them to shoot the ball from the outside, and, and it worked. Uh, and I'm surprised that's not going to be, again, uh, something that other teams won't emulate down the line here because the Pelicans have been woeful behind the three-point line. Uh, 29th in three-point percentage, 25th in three-pointers uh, made. Um, and, and it doesn't look like it's changing anytime soon because we don't know what this first what the situation with Zion is. is. We're supposed to get looked at, I think, at some point this week, uh, reevaluated. But uh, talk about what ails this Pelican team, man. Well, I don't know if your show's long enough because it just seems like everything's falling apart at once. Obviously, the outside shooting is a major part of the problem, but just because a team goes to a zone defense doesn't mean you have to shoot contested jumpers the whole time. Amen. 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 And, and Willie, <laughs> Willie Green talked about the fact that, that they weren't patient enough. You know, C.J. McCollum has to dribble penetrate. Uh, Brandon Ingram has to create the mid-range jumper. That's his bread and butter. they got to drop the ball in the uh, Valanchunas. He was 9 of 11 last night, I think. You get him established inside, then they're going to have to collapse on him. Then you are going to get the good looks from the outside. So I think it's a lack of patience and a lack of execution more than uh, a zone defense just being kryptonite because – you know, you could, there are more than one ways to, to beat that, and they just weren't patient enough to find the right way to beat it. But to me, you know, the out, as bad as the outside shooting is, their defense is atrocious. Okay, De'Aaron Fox didn't play last night. They gave up 100 and, what was it, 23, maybe more? 123. You know, 123 without the team's best player, their leading mm-hmm. scorer. That's they're just not playing good defense at all. And if you can't shoot and you can't defend, you can't win. And they also turn the ball over at critical moments. They don't always have a lot of turnovers, but when they do have them, they make them count. Uh, the rebounding has not been consistently good. Uh, they, it's been a little better at times recently, but that's another issue. And I can't... Let's put it this way. I can't think of anything they can hang their hat on right now and say, at least we're doing that pretty well because there is no such that. Les, how did we get here? I mean, look, this team played well without Zion last year. They were able to do, There was a buy-in to what Willie Green was selling. Uh, they caught fire. They played really well down the stretch. They got into the playoff tournament, the play-in tournament, played well there. They gave Phoenix everything they could handle. And I, I think, again, one of the reasons why Phoenix lost in the, in, in the, in the second round was because, again, the Pelicans, again, b- b- put so much pressure on them during their, that series that they just wore themselves out. This is the exact opposite this year. It's almost like, again, teams have figured them out. Uh, there's some sophomore slumps with some guys that, that really elevated their play last year. And it, it seems as though, again, guys that have been asked to do more this year than they were on, on a long period last year just have not been able to hit the same bar. 
Yeah, and I think a lot of that has evolved during this season. Because remember, they were first in the West for a few days there in December. Right. And they were uh, playing well without Ingram and even without Zion. And both of them, they were playing pretty well for a while until January hit. Uh, really until, I guess, New Year's Eve hit with that game in Memphis. That started the whole slide. But um, I think part of it is teams have... Uh, studied them, figured out what they have been doing to be successful, even mm-hmm. without their best players. Yep. And they've uh, adjusted to that, which has included focusing on young players like Herbert Jones Jr. and Her- Trey Murphy the third, yep. Jose Alvarado when he was healthy. And so I think not only were those young guys being asked to do more than they were supposed to do on a healthy roster, suddenly opponents were defending them more, were pressuring them more, was were scouting them more. Game planning for them, yeah. them in their game plans. And so I, I think that took away a lot of uh, the value that those guys had as uh, supplemental players when they had to take on bigger roles and maintain those roles for an extended period of time. But I don't know that I can offer a clear-cut explanation because that doesn't fully explain the dramatic drop-off that they've had. I think the schedule they played in January is extremely difficult, and when things started going bad, they couldn't get well except against the worst teams in the NBA. And things just sort of snowballed. And then uh, the continuing absence of Williamson, I think, hurt their confidence, and it's just all turned into one big mess. Uh, 100% agree, and again, now a four-way a four-way tie for ninth, but they, they lost the season series to Utah. They've lost the season series to the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, I'm not sure on the Portland series, but I think that series is, is tied right now. It doesn't look good when you start trying to stack this up if the Pels don't go on some type of winning streak. And and ultimately, again, they have the games in front of them with, with, with all but one game playing against the uh, Western Conference opponents, but they can't seem to be able to figure out how to get out of this funk. No, and there's two things they have to accomplish, and, and I, I don't know if they will or not, but one, of course, they have to have Zion Williamson back and healthy. I have no idea if that's going to happen. Maybe we'll know a little bit more in the next day or two about the short-term prognosis. But if he doesn't come back, then, you know, start counting your ping-pong balls. That's all that matters. But assuming he's able to play, then the only thing that matters is get in the top ten. And it doesn't matter if you're mm-hmm. tenth. <clears throat> because if you're the tenth seed like and, and playing two play-in games with Zion Williamson, you're in better shape than you are as an eight, seven, or six seed without Zion Williamson. So, you know, moving up in the pecking order, if you don't have him, doesn't really matter. So just get into the top ten, enter the play-in tournament with him healthy, and then maybe they can do some damage in the postseason. But, you know, that, that has to be the tunnel vision right now. Be in the top ten, get Zion healthy, and uh, I have no idea if either one will happen. Right. You think there's a little buyer's remorse for not being more active at the trading deadline? Look, I watched the Golden State Warriors the other night, and, and again, you look at uh, Willie Green, who comes kind of from that from that tree, right? That that, that curved tree. Um, I saw bigs that were athletic, that can rebound, score, handle the ball, play defense. Uh, again, we're surrounded by sharpshooters that can knock the three-point shot down. 
Uh, to me, that's what the, what the Pelicans should be looking for, but they really don't even have that on their roster. Uh, they don't have the, the, the shop shooters that can knock down the three consistently, and they definitely don't have the athletic bigs. No, they don't. And, you know, whether they have any regrets about the trading deadline, I don't know because I don't know what deals that they really could have made. You know, if there was a deal out there uh, that would have brought the type of, you know, outside shooting big or some other need that they had and would have come at, a, at a, an acceptable cost, uh, if it was a really good price, they would have taken it. But if maybe they held back because they thought the cost was just a little too much, Maybe they have regrets, but I don't know if that deal was ever on the table. So I don't know if they have any regrets, but certainly if there was a team in the Western Conference that could have used a boost from the trade deadline beyond what they got with Josh Richardson, yes. uh, certainly the Pelicans were that team. Yeah, I'm with you. And, and again, I think a lot of, lot of fans feel that way as well, especially after being teased early in the season with how well they were playing, getting up to first in the, in, in the West before the injuries just took over. And look, I've said it before. I don't think that, again, if you're going to rely on Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson to be healthy for a season, uh, and that's what you're banking on, then, again, you're going down the right path. I think you have to look at those two guys and say they're going to miss 40 games apiece, and you've got to build your franchise accordingly. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. When they're, when they're healthy, it's fantastic. But when they're not, you've got to have guys you can fall back on. They don't seem to have that right now with these young players. They have not emerged or matured into the type of players that you can count on night in, night out. No, they haven't. And I think this offseason uh, is one where they're going to have to take a step back and reevaluate everything from top to bottom. I mean, this is uh, Zion Williamson's team, but I don't think he's ever going to play more, you know, if if you get 60 games out of him, I think that's the ceiling. We haven't seen that yep. yet. We may never see it. But I, I think right. that's the best-case scenario is about 60 games. And then you have to look at every single piece around him and how it fits and whether you should try and move it. And, and that includes Brandon Ingram. I'm with you. I think you got there's a, they have to. And I think you have to look at the way the West is going right now. Because I think the commissioner said at the at the, at the All Star deadline, I don't, I think we'll see expansion before the decade is out, but I don't think we'll see expansion within the next three to four years. So you got to change up your lineup because you're going to be in a very very tough West to be able to deal with the teams in the West. And right now they don't physically match up. No, they don't. And uh, you know, when I talk about the reevaluation, that that means some of these young players that we thought were steals. Right, and are promising young players, but maybe did their you know their first year, first half year, first year and a half it was maybe that just a little bit of a flash in the pan, mm-hmm. and now maybe you have to take a look back and see maybe this isn't as deep a roster as we originally thought. And uh, again, you know, Zion is the centerpiece, and everything else has to be reevaluated in the offseason. 100% agree. Les, thanks for your time today. I know you got to get going. you gotta, you got a game to cover when it comes up. We appreciate your time each, time, time, every, each time you come on our program with TV or radio. One more time, tell the folks about the book, uh, who you're writing for, and how folks can follow you on social media. Thanks, Eric. By, by the way, I, we're in about the third overtime now. I think they're still playing this women's game. Um, so the book is Donkeys, Elephants, and Giraffes. You can get it at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com all the major platforms online, uh, CrescentCitySports.com, SaturdayDownSouth.com, 
Facebook, and on Twitter at Les underscore East. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate the time as always. Uh, anytime, Eric. There he goes. Again, Les East, I think he's just one of the best we have. Award-winning journalist, accomplished author, and uh, always, you know, always very measured on what he says, uh, but again, always gives you, again, the facts and the truth of how he sees it. Uh, you want the truth? Everybody should be looking to hurricane-proof their home. Uh, and my friends at Acadian Custom Shutters are ready for you right now. You, you, look, doing it in the, in the middle of hurricane season, you'll get it done, but you won't be prepared for hurricane season, right? Now's the time to strike. 10% off until March 15th, uh, and, and, of course, you're dealing with uh, Acadian Custom Shutters. Not to be confused with Acadian Windows or any other Acadian company. 985-893-3119. Uh, they specialize in American-made, locally-sourced, hurricane-rated shutters with the styles and colors that you want. The widest selection of powder-coated aluminum products available. Uh, Colonial, the Bahama uh, shutters with operable louvers that we have in our home, which I'm telling you has beautified our home. Uh, again, I, I told you about the storm we had we had a, about a month or so ago. Uh, it wasn't a bad storm. It was very, very windy. And, I, and my wife came to me and said, I'm just so happy we have the shutters, the hurricane shutters in our home. She goes, it just makes me feel more comfortable and more protected. You will be protected, whether it's those Bahama uh, shutters with operable louvers, the Colonial, hurricane roll-downs, accordions, Lexan panels. Again, our friends at Acadian Custom Shutters, if you're looking to, again, uh, make sure you hurricane-proof that home for the next tropical um, um, uh, event, uh, call my friends at uh, Acadian Custom Shutters. They serve the entire metropolitan area, South Shore, North Shore, uh, South Louisiana, Mississippi Gulf Coast. Uh, they're easy to deal with. Monroe, the owner, uh, again, uh, is an expert in what he does. And, of course, they have expert installers as well. Uh, you'll be happy you called Acadian Custom Shutters at 985-893-3119. Call for a free estimate right now. Uh, and, and, of course, you can always check them out at AcadianCustomShutters.com. Eric Asher with you till 6. We'll be right back. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for Life, 1061, Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. Stop going it alone for recruiting and staffing. Choose a local expert. Hiring is about getting to know people, not algorithms. So let the team at Express Employment Professionals hire for you. Visit ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Delays are heavy if you're traveling 10 westbound from Orleans to just past Clearview. Also, look out for delays solid on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side, your backups are steady from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound between the West Bank Expressway and the Pontchartrain Expressway, your delays are going to be solid from Terry Parkway to the Claiborne Earhart exit. Look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound between the Pontchartrain Expressway and the West Bank Expressway with delays steady from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the Terry Parkway exit. And in the meantime, keep in mind of a couple of accidents on your surface streets, actually several of them, Delery at North Claiborne, also Ferret at Joseph and Mirabu Avenue at Arts. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Services Traffic Center. Don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire, family-owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. You're sitting in traffic right now. Maybe you're not feeling good about your tires. You know you need tires replaced. Maybe, again, that engine's not running like it should. Maybe your car is shaking. You need, again, look, all those problems can be solved by my friends at Southern Tire. It's your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. They offer the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. I'm telling you, bar none. Wheels and tires up to 30 inches, and you can finance it over time. Hey, check out the entire selection at southerntire.com. And then, of course, keeping that vehicle 
vehicle on the road, look, you don't stay around the city of New Orleans, taking care of New Orleans uh, vehicles again since 1972, unless you're doing, the, doing a good job. Hey, at Southern Tire, they have the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership, ASC certified technicians. Some of those technicians have been with um, um, Southern Tire for decades. And then you got the Piazza family there every single day. Tony Sr., Tony Jr., his, uh, Tony's uh, daughter Jen, his wife, is also there. They're there. They're taking care of you. It's a family-owned and operated business. So if you're looking for, again, a company you can trust, like I trust Southern Tire with my vehicle, bring it on over to Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline and Metairie. Whether, again, it's a fleet account or your own personal vehicle, again, they're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3, 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Or go to southerntire.com and check out all the service they provide for their customers. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972, Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night, Wednesday, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filet. Friday nights, hot ball crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff sports, and hot ball crawfish. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, Bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Thanks to the lessees for joining us on the program. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Hey, in the market for a new system, look, I've been talking about, again, Burkhardt for a long time now. Uh, Burkhardt came in, put a, put a brand new amount of heat pump in my home, and I'm telling you right now, uh, I am saving so much money 
um, each and every month with, again, the elect, our electric bill. Uh, it, 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 since they installed it, now remember, they installed it right before the pandemic. So my wife and I both working from home, home again constantly where the AC is running. Uh, and look, I like it cold, right? And we are saving money each and every month. Look, ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. If your system's not working efficiently or it's an older system, maybe it's time to make that change. Call my friends at Burkhart. Let them come out, give you a price, show you your options. Again, uh, you'll be glad you did. Just saving money, again, with your electric bill will help pay off that 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 uh, that system in, in the long run. Go with a company you can trust. That's Burkhart. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute currency call for the uh, company, home or business, and, of course, a company that will only do the work that's necessary. Uh, if you got a tough install, they don't shy away from it. Commercial, industrial, residential, uh, they're the pros. ACpromise.com. That's Burkhart. That's ACpromise.com. All right, let's head to the phone lines. Kurt has been holding. Kurt, thank you for holding through the break. How you doing today? Hey, Eric. Thanks for taking my call, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. And Thank I, you. I wanted to share something with you in front of mine. You know, I was kind of, I was kind of, you know, up and down with the car deal. But mm-hmm. the way he explained it today to me, you know, he's like, dude, he's a steal. I'm like, how's he a steal? He said, look, look at, look at Kyle Amari, man, over 50. Look at Herbert. Look, at, look, look, you know, look at the borough. They'll be way north of 50 when they redo their deals. Mahomes is on a cheap deal. That's going to be redone. You know, you, you know, you, you Danny Dimes you'll probably get forty in, in a moment from the Giants. Long story short, he's never had a defense. Always up, you know, lower end, high twenties, thirties defensive rating. You know, I mean, he's always, you know, he's always against the wall. You know, uh, defensive line got the ears pinned back. He's running for his life half the time. Um, you know, he just kind of, you know, all the different offensive systems he's been in. Uh, he just, you know, he said basically, if he does well, he's a steal at thirty-seven and a half. And, um, and I 100% you know, agree with him. <laughs> and, I, and I never really thought of it to that, to that extent, but I think he's mm-hmm. right. And like yeah. you said, you know, it, we, 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 of course, with Sean Payton, he could feel a little better about sure. what would be. But they got to surround him, man. They got to surround yeah. him with some weapons, like any other quarterback needs, man. Yep. You know? I agree. And, and that's got that, and that, and they got to get better on the offensive defensive lines. Look, yeah. they got to be able to stop the run for that defense to work. And, and again, last year they were gashed, and you saw the difference in the defense. Offensive yeah. line, look, a lot of that line was built for, for, for Drew Brees. They have to make some changes here, man. Maybe look more like the Philadelphia line, okay, where they're more physical right. at the point of attack. They're not really a physical line, right? they got to be right. a more physical line, and, and I think that's something they have to look at going forward. And they need weapons. You know, the two weapons they got, Shahid, let's hope he doesn't have a sophomore slump, and, all, you know, again, the, the, um, uh, the first-round pick from, from last year. Uh, yeah. But – they need some more weapons, uh, again, to surround Carr with, and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they're going to be able to do that in this upcoming free agency and draft period. Yeah, don't, 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 short, him, don't short him out on the weapons. I mean, he had Devontae Adams. You know, he had the best running back yardage-wise in the league in the league this year with Jacobs. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't even realize that. I will say this, man. On tape, when I watch some of his stuff, he's got some juice. He's enthusiastic. And yep. you, can see he's a, you can see he's a leader. I can see He is that. a leader. You can see that. Yep. All right, my brother. He is a leader. Yeah, thank, thank you, Kurt. Thanks for the phone call. And look again, I say it again, 33 game-winning drives, 16th all-time in the NFL. That's something to think about, okay? So, I mean, that's that, – I mean, that, that's that, – I mean, again, uh, I get it, they were behind, but again, uh, that shows you, again, the ability to be able to move a team when necessary. Appreciate Kurt's phone call. Hey, look, I want to shift gears for a moment. You know me, I'm talking about everything and, and that's going on. I have not talked about the Secretary of State's ruling uh, that moves 25,000 Orleans voters from the active to the inactive voter rolls. And I think you're going to be a little surprised about where, where I come from on this. Look, 
I, I consulted with with a, with a local attorney that I, that I really trust uh, uh, today to really because I've really been trying to find out more information about it. It's hard to find. Um, is this a legal? Is this legal? First of all, okay. Uh, the number is the number. There is no Louisiana statute under law that gives the Secretary of State to come up with some arbitrary number without verification from the from the voting rules. Uh, this is on the Orleans Parish uh, Register of Voters, okay? They should have cleaned up the rolls six months ago. They knew the recall was coming, okay? So they could have done it even before that, right? But at that point, again, once they knew the recall was, was they, they needed to go in and do their damn job, which is, again, again, get rid of those dead people on the rolls, inactive uh, voters that, that ultimately have moved on to other states or other cities or just maybe to another parish. That should have been done. Look, the recall committee used a private company to use U.S. Postal Service uh, information to come up with 30,000 voters who had either died or left the city. You're going to tell me they can do that with a private company, but the, the registrar of voters can't figure it out? It's time now for the Secretary of State uh, to, to come up with a number, okay, uh, who, has, who has come up with a number, pardon me, to leave the process now in a situation where Again, it's a fair process. What he has done now is literally opened it up to litigation, okay? Uh, I realize there was a judge involved in this situation, but there's no there's the judge that's going to be out there on appeal uh, that is going to order, the, the again, the, the Orleans Parish Register of Voters, the Secretary of State, to do their damn job to figure out, again, how many active voters are on the voting rolls in Orleans. You cannot go forward with this recall until you have an accurate number Okay, the recall effort needs 20% of that accurate number. Okay, so again, uh, I'm, 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 I'm just saying right now, what the Secretary of State did, what the judge did is unfair, and I think, it's, I think it's illegal. Okay, look, I want Cantrell out more than anybody else on the planet. Okay, on the planet. I saw this coming. I called this, and when you look at this situation right now, pardon me, with Cantrell, uh, she has done everything I thought she would do or not do in her second term, okay? She's traveling again. She's been in Miami all week, okay? All right? It's all about Cantrell not doing the job. That's what, this, that's what this is about. This is about a mayor who's either refused or unwilling or unable to do the job necessary to move the city forward. But, I mean, again, it has to be legal. It has to be legal. It's a dog and pony show. This is like Louisiana politics at work once again. Shady and unethical, okay? And, and to me, it's going to be overturned. Be prepared for a long process, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just telling you that right now. Because the number of active voters have to be identified before the signatures can be verified and, and, and it can be disputed. And all that's going to come, going to come from a process now that's, that's going to take a, a, a longer time than what we thought it was. It's a mess and it needs to be cleaned up. It's on the registrar of voters for not doing their job. It's on the secretary of state for not doing his job. He tried to blame it on the governor. Come on, man. It's pretty easy. Again, as people die, you take them off the rolls. As people move, you take them off the rolls. As they register in another state or in another city or in another parish, you take them off the rolls. And you knew this was coming with this, with this, um, with this recall. And, and, and the registrar of voters didn't do their job. And now the secretary of state was to come up with an arbitrary number of 25,000. Where did he pick that one? Out the air? I mean, it has to be accurate. 
We want a fair process. You don't want to be in a situation where you go through this whole situation over the last six months of, again, garnering signatures and working as hard as, the, again, the recall effort did to not have an accurate number of voters, active voters, and then having an accurate number so that you get the 20% necessary to recall the mayor. And that's it. That's it. And then you have to go to the voting booth, remember, and vote her out. This is now going to go all the way into, in, in, into, into, into the uh, governor's race in October. So they got, they've got to clean it up. This should have been cleaned up before the recall started. They didn't do their job. And now for the Secretary of State to come up with an arbitrary number, I cannot see how that is legal. And I'm telling you right now, the Cantrell camp, even with only $6,500 left in their, in their war chest, is going to fight this. And honestly, look, if I was on the, on the other end of this, I'd be fighting it too. You want a fair process. You want an honest process. This is not a fair and honest process. Here at the end, and I'm for the recall of the mayor of the of city of New Orleans. But it's got to be right. You've got to do it the right way. And this is not the right way. The right way is an accurate number. And do whatever you got to do to get to that accurate number. And that means we got to take a few weeks or a month to be able to go through each, each and every, every voter in Orleans Parish to get an accurate number, then so be it. But you don't need this thing tied up in litigation over and over again so that, again, that, that we're, we're just in a stalemate. And that's where I think we're headed. That's where we're headed. And that's unfortunate. Because there's a lot of hard work and a lot of volunteers that did a lot of, lot of legwork to get where we are now. And, uh, the, again, the, the, the government didn't do their job. The registrar voters didn't do their job. And the Secretary of State didn't do his job. And, and now, again, it's going to turn into, to, again, one big, one big litigation uh, that, that will slow this process down uh, and, and gives the mayor more ammunition. It looks like, again, that, that she's getting shafted, right? When, in essence, all you need is an accurate count. An accurate number will give you the 20% you needed to be able to, to set the recall in motion. And that's all we're looking for, accuracy, honesty in the process. And right now, i got to be honest with you, they're not getting it. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friend, the Suburban Roofing Siding. Uh, I don't care where you live. Uh, my friend Marty Scoggins has come out and take care of you. Uh, 504-861-ROOF. That's 504-861-ROOF. Fully licensed and insured. Member of the Better Business Bureau. re in South Louisiana for the last two decades. One of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide certified by shingle manufacturers, which allows their customers to qualify for the manufacturer's extended warranty program. Look, Marty put a roofing shingle on my home that is the most wind-resistant shingle, uh, in a, again, that, that is on the market. He also worked with my adjuster to, to, again, make sure that, again, the insurance company bought my roof when multiple adjusters, again, went up there by themselves and said, no, nah, I'm sorry, you can't do it. And if you would have, when they started pulling up the, my, my roofing shingles and you saw the condition of that roof, you've got to be saying to yourself, man, I can't believe that the, 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 the original adjusters didn't give us a roof. Folks, I'm telling you right now, you want somebody that's honest and reliable and stand behind their work at Suburban Roofing and Siding. 504-861-ROOF. Skilled roofs that are, that are skilled in all types of roofing will even hand nail your roof for you. It's a no-brainer. You need a new roof, Suburban Roofing and Siding. 504-861-ROOF. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opperville. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service, independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, 
West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes, Damien Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or me at insagency.com. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Moments like hearing my cat purr good morning mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Pelbocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861 Roof. That's 861 76 Hey folks, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Sign a service agreement with Burkhardt. It'll give you the peace of mind of knowing that Burkhardt's monitoring the life and efficiency of your air conditioning heating system. Here's some of the benefits. They'll contact you to let you know when your fall or winter or spring or summer inspections are already on your AC and heating system. You get priority schedule. You move to the front of the line for emergency service. You get 10% discount on the demand emergency service. And of course, your energy bills will be reduced because, again, Burkhardt is maintaining and, and, pro, and um, prolonging the equipment life and, and the safety of that equipment as well. 
It's time to tune up that AC. Call my friends at Burkhardt, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, I want to thank all the great sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow, the sponsor uh, of our show. Hit their icons, take you right to their sponsor's website. Everything you know about those sponsors right there at ericasher.com. I want to thank Les East and also Mike Trippett for joining us in the program today. Rudy at Studio uh, producing the show. And, of course, don't forget Jordy Collada joins me in the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Looking forward to having him on the program as well. We've got UNO basketball tonight at 8 o'clock tip against Northwestern. If they win tonight, we are preempted tomorrow. We do not have a show. If not, Scott Craig will join us along with uh, with um, uh, with uh, Sean Vazan on the program tomorrow. And, of course, coming up next is All Access. Not with Jude Young because we'll be calling the, calling the uh, UNO game. It'll, it'll be... Um, Ken Trahan, along with, again, the legendary Roe Brown on the program. So keep it right here on 106.1 FM. It's been a blast, New Orleans. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you missed any of today's program, uh, the podcast will be up about 30 minutes after the show. And as always, we appreciate you when you listen on the podcast, you listen over the airwaves on our digital platforms, uh, our, our, uh, our websites, or, again, on, on 106.1 FM, uh, FM Nash Icon. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. See you tomorrow, hopefully at 4 o'clock. Well, maybe not. I hope you win a wins. i got to be honest with you. So we'll see you when we see you. How's that? Uh, from the dog catcher to the governor. That includes the mayor. They all got to go.